Hey, this is Gail Nelson, president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Welcome to the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast. I'm your host, Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami. It's game time. I'm in studio right now with an alumni big brother, but yeah. the chief executive officer of the Orange Bowl Committee, Eric Palms. Eric, welcome to Big Brothers Big Sisters and the yeah. Game of Life Podcast, my friend. It's great to be here. It's in some ways a homecoming. Yes, sir. And it's great being with you. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. <laughs> This, I enjoy, we've spent time over the years, and the more I talk to you, the more I get to know you, it's just uh, congratulations first and foremost on just being who you are, a servant leader, uh, certainly it's not lost on me and the Big Brothers Big Sisters family yeah. that you've served as a big, but what you are doing with the Orange Bowl Committee, and there's some exciting things taking place that we're going to talk about, yeah. but I want the world to know Eric Palms. <laughs> Talk to us about where you grew up and all that good stuff. Well, that's a great question because it didn't start here in Miami, mm -hmm. although it's all I remember. Uh, I was born in Detroit, and I guess just before the age of three, my parents moved to Miami. So that's all I remember. And my parents still live in the same house wow. that I grew up in right across from Baptist Hospital down in Kendall. And, uh, yeah, I grew up down here, um, you know, went through high school and went to Miami Killian High School and um, ultimately made my way to the University of Florida and enjoyed that, both undergrad and graduate school. And when I was there, I worked in the athletic program. So that was really what opened up my eyes to a profession in the sports industry. And I love business, so I just merged the two. And uh, so when I was there, I worked for the basketball program. I worked in the athletic department. Ultimately, I met a guy named Keith Tribble. How about that? And, yeah. And Keith, ironically, went to Killian 10 years before me. Wow. And when I would, was in the gym, I'd look at the Wall of Fame, you know, all those Hall of Famers, and uh, Keith was up there, but I never met him. So when I went to the University of Florida, we connected. And I really didn't work closely with him until my graduate school years. And uh, we just developed a relationship. Ultimately, he left and went to a company, Raycom Management Group. That was, you know, Raycom was a television syndicator. Mm -hmm. But the management group created events for Raycom Sports to televise, one of which became the Blockbuster Bowl. And Keith became the executive director of the Blockbuster Bowl, and he had to put his staff together. And I got my first internship working for him. And I was with him, I guess, 16 years. Wow there, UNLV, and ultimately when I got the Orange Bowl Committee job. So I came back in 1993, and here we are 30 years later. What do you love about South Florida, yeah. Eric? I mean, I love it. Shout out to yeah. Keith. I mean, yeah. I, I love my brother <laughs> Keith Tribble. Yeah. Uh, but what yeah. do you love about South Florida, Eric? Yeah, I mean, I've grown up here, and uh, I've come to appreciate its evolution, really. Yeah. I mean, I think it represents one of the most unique communities in the country if not the world it's just a melting pot of people and if you love the diversity and you love you know all that that brings whether it's you know friendships that are out there whether it's through you know going to restaurants the nightlife the um, events that come to town 
it's just got a flavor you just don't find anywhere else. And being in the postseason bowl industry and understanding the differences between the 41 bowl games across the country, you understand the uniqueness that Miami and South Florida brings, mm -hmm. you know. So uh, I'm just proud of that. I, I just love the draw that our community has. I love that despite, you know, the sometimes sprawl nature of South Florida where there's pockets all over the place, how the community comes together and does amazing things for, for both the cultural aspect of things, the business aspects of things, and for the, the community at large. And something yeah. that's real special yeah. in South Florida is the Orange Bowl. Yeah. And for people that don't know, mm -hmm. tell us about the Orange Bowl Committee. So it's a great story because the city of Miami was founded in 1896. And it really was in 1933 that the origins of the Orange Bowl started. It became formal in 1935. But the mission statements never changed. So <laughs> you're a member of the Orange Bowl Committee, by the way. I and love it. Uh, 404 members. And um, yeah, the mission statement's about bringing economic development and tourism to the community going back to 1933, 1935. Believe it or not, it was a sleepy town, you know, and they saw what was happening in Pasadena, California with what was called the Rose Bowl. We know what that is today. Yes. The granddaddy of them all. And, and they said, you know, we want to start something like that. So it became the second bowl game in the country. And that economic development mission continues 90 years later. But I think one of the things, and you can obviously identify and speak to this, is I think, you know, for the organization, in particular our membership, which are prominent C-level leaders throughout the South Florida community, would tell you it's the community give back. You yes. know, by virtue of the success of the bowl game and the other events, what we're able to do to give back. And so the Orange Bowl has its special place here in South Florida. I, I really, you know, I work there, <coughs> so it may sound like an elevator speech, but it's sincere in saying that, I'm not sure there's anything that really emulates what Orange Bowl is. It brings the tri-county area together like very few organizations do. It, uh, you know, its mission is to do good. And so you have the economic development tourism aspect, but it's also a centerpiece to give back. Uh, it's not owned by anybody. It's owned by the community and Orange Bowl Committee members like you, you know, stand on the shoulders of generations before to give back. Nobody owns it, the community owns it, and you hire professional staff, and that's why I'm sitting here. So I have a great appreciation for it. And appreciation, humility, and it is such an honor to serve mm. on the Orange Bowl Committee because you feel it. It is yeah. so sincere yeah. uh, with the members who truly I mean, these are prominent people in the community who truly love being on a team mm -hmm. where our focus is to give back, amplify, yeah. and certainly live up to the mission yeah. of the Orange Bowl. Let's talk yeah. a little football, though, uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, in the current uh, college football landscape mm. and what lies ahead, talk to us about it, Eric. So we'll be uh, playing our 90th Capital One Orange Bowl game on December 30th, and it will be the last traditional Orange Bowl game in the CFP era because when we, you know, well, in the first 10 years, 
Every few years, we have a national semifinal, which pairs one versus four, a two versus three in the final rankings. But when we don't have that, which is a year like this, we have the ACC champion playing a, a highly ranked team from the Big Ten, SEC, or Notre Dame. And, you know, it's nostalgic because after this year, we're moving into an exciting new phase, which is the 12-team CFP playoff. The way that's been structured is well, there's two years left in the current agreement. It was a 12-year agreement. So what was announced last year was to start it early. So for the next two years after this, we'll have a semifinal in 2025, January 25, and then we'll have a quarterfinal in January of 2026. The structure of the model is, you know, 11 games. Uh, the top four conference champions get a bye. So the other teams play a first-round game. It'll be on campuses for the first time ever. Wow. The quarters and semis go to bowl games, as I described, what the Orange Bowl has. And then a community will be awarded the national championship game. Next year, it will be in Atlanta. And the following year, it will be here. How about Miami. that? Oh, my goodness. So we're going to have a semifinal in year one of the new structure. In year two, a quarterfinal. And then Miami will host the national championship game. So it's exciting. We're working on the future. That's a big part of my job is to focus on that with our leadership. And so uh, we're excited about it. It's, you know, been an evolution, to be honest. You know, I've been here since 1993 with Keith. It started then, the modern era of postseason college football. In every iteration, we've had to adjust and reinvent and reimagine who Orange Bowl is. But the one constant is the mission statement never changes. That's right. So that's what keeps us going. Yeah. If the season ended today, <laughs> who would play in the Orange Bowl? Well, we'll find out Sunday morning. That's a Sunday morning selection, know, right? Yeah, we've got the ACC champion lined up. Now, the ACC champion moves on to the playoff, which this year is in the Sugar and Rose, okay. those bowl games. And Florida State is knocking on that door, and they're, they're, they're an ACC team. So if they win the ACC this weekend and they move on to the playoff, then we get the next highest-ranked team. Okay. If Florida State doesn't you know, move on, they, they win, but they don't get in the top four, then they would be in play for the Orange Bowl. But okay. I think the Seminole Nation's feeling pretty good. Yeah. And the Louisville is in that mix on one side. And as mentioned earlier, we have the Big Ten SEC or Notre Dame on the other side. It's the highest-ranked team available. Okay. So you're probably looking at Ohio State, Georgia, Penn State, Missouri on the other side of that game. So Strong great. teams. I mean, this looks yeah. like it's going to be an exciting yeah. uh, Orange Bowl, uh, no matter who, <laughs> com who comes to town. Yeah. That Orange Bowl game, what does it mean for the South Florida community? Well, as I touched on earlier, I mean, it's iconic. I think yeah. it represents an identity. I think it represents a source of pride that we're one of, you know, six communities across the country that are a Tier 1 bowl game in the postseason structure, the CFP structure. Um, it just bridges generations. I mean, you meet people whose grandparents took them to the Orange Bowl and then <laughs> – you know, they're bringing their grandchildren. And I just think it just represents tradition that uh, certainly there's tradition all throughout South Florida. But going back to 1933 when Manhattan College played the University of Miami in an exhibition game, it has its connection to the community. I think, you know, as you wear an orange jacket, 
if you go across the country and you're at a football game and you're walking around, as long as the home team isn't wearing orange, <laughs> they know who you are. No doubt. And you kind of, it resonates with you when you have those experiences, when you realize what that brand means. And it's not about Eric Bombs. It's not about people. It's about the institution and what it represents and the memories that 20 national championship games that have been played at the Orange Bowl, the 21 Heisman Trophy winners that were part of this game, uh, the great moments, you know, Johnny Rogers going down the sideline. Wow. Uh, you know, University of Miami winning their first national championship game on a two-point conversion that, that fell short for Nebraska. I mean, these are iconic moments that connect with the community and people across the country. There's no doubt. And yeah. uh, we're here in the Game of Life mentoring podcast yeah. with the CEO of the Orange Bowl Committee, Eric Palms, alumni big brother uh, as well. Yeah. And Eric, being born in Lincoln, Nebraska, and they like a little <laughs> football over there. That's where I was born. <laughs> Mom named me Curtis Anthony. Dad changed my name to Gail Sayers Nelson. So mm-hmm. let's just say this was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when I first put on that orange jacket, I tell you what, you talk yeah. about a feeling of just, wow, uh, uh, humble. Uh, but it really speaks to, again, mm. the community. Yeah. And so as we think about how the community can get involved, yeah. there's some cool stuff coming up, so many ways to support sure. uh, the Orange Bowl Committee, support the South Florida community. How can the community get involved? Yeah, so the Orange Bowl, we're known for the bowl game, mm-hmm. but there's – events during the whole week that lead up to the bowl game. There's events throughout the year, heavy emphasis on community outreach. And, you know, when you compare Orange Bowl to a franchise like the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Heat, or compare what Orange Bowl looks like compared to the University of Miami's athletic department, the big ingredient for us is volunteerism. Mm. You know, we have a professional staff, but really the infrastructure is built off volunteerism. So, there's so many ways for people to get involved with Orange Bowl, you know, and all you have to do is reach out to our office at 305-341-4700, ask about the Orange Bowl Ambassador Program. We have events coming up this weekend. We have the AvMed Orange Bowl Beach Run, so that'll take place on South Peak Saturday morning. The next week we have our Auto Nation Orange Bowl Basketball Classic and Sunrise at the Amaranth Bank State Arena, I should say. And, um, you know, it just starts the momentum towards that bowl week and all the activities with the two participating institutions from the the moment they arrive to at the hotels. There's volunteer opportunities to on game day at Hard Rock Stadium. So just give us a call. We will gladly welcome anybody that wants to participate. We want our littles and our bigs to stay active. They spend that quality time together, as you well know. But this 5K, 10K? That's going on at you know over on mm-hmm. Miami Beach uh, yeah. this upcoming Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we want to encourage folks, bigs and littles. We want to encourage all the South Florida community, whether you walk it or run it, but just get involved. And uh, we're excited to be a part of that uh, in partnership with the Orange Bowl uh, committee as well. So we really can't stress that enough. And uh, having said that, mm-hmm. uh, what's one of the cool things you did with your little brother uh, as as a big? Because you were matched <laughs> for how long, Eric? If you, if Multiple you years. It was yeah. in the. Uh, I came back to the Orange Bowl in 1993, and I think it was maybe a year or two after I, I participated in this program. Yeah. and I still stay in touch. That's good. Which, in fact, we emailed just the other day. He's he's a, a, a grown man now, <laughs> and he's doing great. And uh, yeah, I mean, we 
we both lived in the same area in the Coral Gables Grove area. So, you know, we would always try to find time on the weekend to get together and anything from, you know, well, we go to movies quite a bit, but I, I remember, you know, the opportunity to take him in our hometown, which, you know, candidly, I might, might have taken for granted things that were all around. So, you know, I remember one time we went to Bayside and took the boat out and went around all the d- houses on the, on the uh, Venetian Causeway to the islands out there. And uh, I just could see a world opening up for him. And he was always... Uh, a great kid, and he's not a kid anymore, but he was a great, he's a great human being. And uh, I do appreciate what you do and what happens here at Big Brothers, Big Sisters, because sometimes circumstances make it difficult for the young girl, young boy, to experience things that maybe I did when I was growing up and just took it for granted. But it does give them a sense of context into what the real world's going to be. I think it gets them zeroed in on what education can lead to, what post-high school opportunities, whether it's college, whether it's going to work, may provide. And you're a role model. And they see, you know, if, if the person, in this case, my little brother, who was a great human being, could see somebody operate in their adult, young adult life and say, I can do that. And I could talk to this person about things going on in my life, whether it's, you know, things that are personal, whether it's mm-hmm. just questions about their their future. It was just very, it was as gratifying for me, I think it was, it was for him. And uh, I love the fact that we still stay in touch. And he's a big part of that because he emails me all the time just to check in. And um, He's checking so, on you, yeah, huh? He's checking on me, you know. <laughs> and uh, But I want to thank Big Brothers, Big Sisters for you know, giving me that experience because I think in life nothing feels better than to give. That's right. Than take, you know. So, uh, you know, I just would encourage people out there that are listening that may not be doing that and have the opportunity at this point in their lives to consider it. And if they can't, you know, to support Big Brothers Big Sisters because it's a great mission. Well, we thank you, Eric, for who you are, what you do. And just a reminder to all those that are listening, Saturday, December 2nd, right. a beautiful 5K, 10K. The course is starting at South Point Park on Miami Beach. Yep. You can register at orangebowl.org forward slash beach run, the AvMed Orange Bowl Beach Run, Saturday, December 2nd. And guess what? we got some littles out there. I love it. You know, the kids dash. And so we got folks out early Saturday morning, walk, run, 5K, 10K, and... You know, it s- certainly supports Big Brothers, Big Sisters, but more importantly, it supports supports South Florida, Eric, and so we're excited about that. It is. Um, I've done it. Me Unfortunately, too. Unfortunately, <laughs> I can't be there Saturday because I'm going to be at the ACC championship game. You're, you're working. For, I'm working. It kills me that I'm not there. <laughs> but I, to tell the audience, it is the most incredible route. You would agree? I, I mean, agree. it is just scenic, and you go through – the, the different topography that South Beach offers. So for bigs that out there, I think it would be a really enriching experience for the little ones to just walk or run this this uh, 5K, 10K route. That following week, Auto Nation Orange Bowl cl- Basketball Classic, yeah. Saturday, December 9th at Amaranth Bank Arena. 
uh, two great matchups. Talk about ACC. You got the Florida State Seminoles versus South Florida Bulls. Right. And the Florida Gators, your Florida Gators versus the <laughs> Richmond Spiders. Yeah. So there's some good stuff coming up, Eric. That's exciting. Yeah. That's a, now over a quarter century that event's been going on. Wow. Again, for the bigs out there, it's a doubleheader. <laughs> it's very uh, entertaining. It's a great way to spend the afternoon. And you still have your night to go out and enjoy Saturday on the town. So uh, we welcome everybody, and we appreciate their support. Eric, thank you is not enough. Uh, the man from Detroit. So, <laughs> you know, we came a little rock and roll, but we got to end with a word that I, when I think of you, when I think of about what we're doing in the Orange Bowl for the Orange Bowl committee, respect. Thanks. That's what it's all about. Thanks for what Likewise. you do and what Much you mean, to my you. friend. You Thank got you. it, my friend. In the game of life, everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Let's go. Hey, this is Gail Nelson, president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life. 